This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call here at 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or you can visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Go to the contact tab, send us an email message, uh, reach out, because once again, the only bad question is the one you do not ask. Uh, Joining us this morning on this week's episode, he's here he's clear he's tony shore tony what's happening well i'm trying to navigate uh my um radio show co-host your morning capabilities my morning uh you talk about navigating your retirement i'm just talking about navigating my morning and you know my clock doesn't even have am on it travis that's part of the problem yeah well that that could help Ah, yes. Uh, A couple more cups of coffee. I'll be fine. Uh, But I've had a good week, you know, spending time with the fam. I've been getting outside, doing a lot more yard work, things like that. How about you? What's going on over there? Uh, We are blessed and highly favored, as we say in Georgia. And we are this week, we're going to talk about midterms and the elections, but uh, in the markets. But uh, before we get started, yep, we had our our second night of our Bluffton class over at USCB. Uh, Great turnout. Uh, Had a a really good class, really engaged. A lot of great questions. And it's just nice to see the light bulbs go off, Tony. When you when you're talking to people and all of a sudden they go from a, a, a sense of uncertainty to a sense of, oh, 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 now I get it. That's that's fun. If you're if you're an educator or if you're a teacher at heart like I am, that's that's a fun moment. But um, we had a had a great night. We're going to have our first night of our Statesboro classes this week. So we are we are once again blessed, highly favored. Uh, everyone's uh, happy and healthy. And that's all we can ask for. So, yeah, uh, this week we have been getting so many calls, so many, so many questions about, you know, how's the midterms going to affect my money? How's the investments um well that's what we're going to talk about this morning is midterms and your market and money wow could you pick two more wild topics right now markets and midterms yikes Uh, well it it wasn't by design i can assure you (laughs) yeah it wasn't by design i can assure you but uh yeah the federal reserve um actually they're coming out this morning so obviously we pre-produced the show so they're coming out this morning we haven't got that data yet but uh the adp number we actually added uh about forty thousand more jobs than were expected so markets did not like that which you know tony not not to just dive right into the show but it's it really is kind of like the twilight zone you know it's like (laughs) you know you you have you have a fact that comes comes to the comes to the news desk where people more people are working more people have money to put food on the table 
more people have money to send their kids to school. They have more money to to be able to go to and from work. And yet and still, it's a bad thing. And, and it's just it just shows how it just shows how easily the narrative can can flip. And, yeah. you know, we were we were, you know, roaring jobs, jobs, jobs. And now it's like, oh, my God, we're still strong. We we're oh, it's terrible. It sucks. We got to go. You know, the Fed's going to raise it another <laughs> one hundred and fifty thousand basis points. So, Oof. you know, it's just it really is. And I'm, I'm being facetious, but not really, because it, it really is kind of sad that we get good news and good news is bad news. And unfortunately, that's just. That's the world we live in right now. So it's uh, the twilight zone. Yeah, that's true. I mean, everything's crazy. Uh, inverted yields, you know, normally uh, bonds are great. Now they're not great. Uh, it's, yeah, things are kind of, uh, we're living in the upside down for our Stranger Things fans out there. The upside down is where yeah, I haven't. Live. I haven't seen that, so don't spoil it for me. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, I haven't seen that. Don't spoil it. Um, yeah. I, well, I take that back. I watched the first, I don't know, four or five episodes of the first season. Yep. And I haven't, I, I have three kids. I haven't had time to actually get into any <laughs> any further. Uh, because truth be told, I will say this, you know, Yellowstone is coming oh. back out. Don't know how many fans we have of Yellowstone, but Huge don't fan. forget the, the season premiere is going to be next Sunday or the Sunday, the 13th. So I've been watching the, um, uh, the Paramount Marathon to 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 get caught up. It's kind of you know rereading all the books until you get to the get to yep. the next chapter or yep. next next story. So, <laughs> yep, I'm caught up on my my season four. Just finished that, so we're we're off to the races. But uh, but Tony, they don't want to hear us talk about Yellowstone. They no. want to hear us talk about the market. So, sure. you know, is it is it safe to say that we've had a pretty volatile market this year? I think the answer is yes, Tony. What do you think? Well, <laughs> yeah, 2022, uh, probably the most uh, down market and volatile market we've seen in a long time. I Since mean, 2008. Yeah. It's not as bad as 2008, but it's the worst market we have seen, bar none, since 2008. But, Tony, let's let's dive in a little bit and let's talk about some of the reasons for the volatility and some of the reasons for the interest rate spikes and and what's causing some of this. Well, what, what happened from the Great Recession in 2000 started in 07 ended in 09 what happened what what was the federal reserve doing for almost a decade and a half they were quantitative easing right they were they were pumping money printing money putting money in the market buying mortgage-backed securities uh they were you know lowering interest rates which was trying to drive uh expansion and that's what we got you know if you think about where the market was 2008 until right now went through three presidents and we are basically where we are because of fed intervention so we liked it on the way up we don't like it on the way down that's usually that's that's human nature right we 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 don't value the pleasure as much as we despise the pain and and that's really what we've seen is we've seen markets just absolutely go meteoric and then now we're we're not really enjoying what's happening and unfortunately uh the fed the fed reserves uh intervention has caused 
what we're seeing because through the printing of money, when the government and Milton Friedman said this, the only the only entity out there that can cause inflation really is the government because it's it's the only one that controls the money supply. And if you think about it, if if you just do nothing but keep the printing presses running for decade, decade and a half, what do you think is going to happen? You're not going to be able to bury that M2 or that money supply, but so long. And eventually it's going to start coming out of the ground. Great, great thing. Uh, great way to think about it. Tony, have you seen the movie American Made? Um, you know what? I did. It's been a little while, though. Remember Tom Cruise? He yep. plays Barry Seal, uh, yeah. the drug runner that was uh, Pablo yes. Escobar, yep. Pablo uh, Escobar. The, the, the cartel uh, back in the 80s. He's yep. the one that was pretty much responsible for the cocaine traffic in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if you remember this part. At one point, he had made so much money that he was burying it in the yard in bags. He was putting it in the horse barn. He was putting it everywhere yep. he could come. He could think about it. And then all of a sudden, he couldn't go into a room in his house unless he opened the door. And then guess what? Money just fell on top of him. <laughs> and that's really kind of what we did is we printed so much money oh. that we were like Tom Cruise in the in American yeah. Made. We were opening doors or going out in the yard and the dog has has uncovered or dug up, you know, billions of dollars in printed money. And that's really what we've seen is uh, as long as the, the pipeline was open for goods and services, uh, we essentially had very little inflation. They were keeping the money, you know, it was kind of filtering in, but not really. And then once we had 2020's COVID correction or COVID uh, recession, temporary, um, it, that bottleneck really upset the apple cart and we've been paying for it ever since. And I think what we're seeing right now is obviously uh, going to translate into the midterms because you're 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 adding if you're adding gasoline to the fire and you're not trying to fix it or you're not perceived because don't don't get me wrong perception is reality when it comes to politics can i get an amen yeah 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 amen so so perception is reality and what's really in my opinion what's going on is there's really nothing being done to to overcome inflation, we're seeing policies more and more spending. And instead of putting water on the fire, they're putting gasoline on the fire. So the reason I want to talk about midterms and kind of what led us up to where we are is because as, as President Obama said, elections have consequences. And 2020, we had an election, we have consequences. We went from being where we were coming out of COVID to right now. Inflation has been rampant. Oil prices, gas prices, diesel. Um, there's probably going to be a diesel shortage. I mean, they have consequences. And unfortunately, and, and Tony, I, I really don't think I don't think most people in their their portfolio should be thinking uh, red or blue. I think they should be thinking green. And personally, right now, I think you should really be preparing for what's going to happen, right? Because if you're betting, if you're betting the house on what's going to happen in the midterms, I think you're missing the boat. Because one of the things that we have told you on this show, and Tony, you please correct me if I'm wrong, is you you can't try to predict six months. You can't try to predict thirty days, even a year, two years is kind of rough. Long-term trends are going to happen, right? Now, <clears throat> short-term volatility is never going to be fun, but please tell me you're not out there thinking about the midterms because 
if you think that just because one party wins or one party loses that there it's all of a sudden going to be uh you know we're singing happy days are here again and skipping down the road that's probably not going to happen right now the uh, elections have consequences but i kind of feel like uh, elections right now are going to be maybe not inconsequential but definitely are not going to have the impact that everybody's looking for because how are we how is a how is an election going to impact the fed and what their decisions are tony tell me tell me how that's even possible at this point well <laughs> it's yeah, not I, I don't know because obviously it's uh, it's going to be crazy and you know they usually we usually see a big market uh, swing in one direction or the other right before and right after election yeah, statistically speaking, what you're what you're referring to is the is the midterm effect, all right? Right. right. And and I I've, I've got the numbers for you. And you're typically you would be right, but there again, if if you're taking this and just saying this is what's going to happen uh and you're out there and this is how you're investing your Rambo approach, you're doing it yourself, please 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 do not read every article uh, that is supporting your situation and not reading any of the that that's what what's that called um confirmation bias you need yeah. to take the other side of the argument because if you just read the numbers it looks pretty rosy yeah because in year three of the presidential cycle which would be the year following the midterms tony do you know what the average rate of return has been over the last well since 1932 so almost 90 years i imagine it's been good i don't know exactly 16.3 percent has been the average the median has been 18.1 wow but that's good. Think about that is good, but think about this. That's why that's why I'm telling I tell every client, I tell everyone we come in contact with, your plan needs to to span multiple presidential cycles. It's not just one or the other. Yes, could we get a pop? Could we get a rip off of the midterm? We could. But you need to be, if you do get that and you've seen your account go down, you need to be thinking preparation because how long is that going to last? Is that going to be something that, you know, the first six months is probably going to be where we get the biggest, the biggest pop. So if you are down, maybe you need to think about rebalancing. Maybe you waited too long or maybe you waited too long to get advice. Maybe you need to go back and say, hey, am I doing the right thing? Am I am I am I going to be successful? Am I not going to be successful? What's my probability of success? That's what the midterms could give you guys. So I'm I'm not telling you to disregard it completely, but what I am telling you is use it to your advantage, Tony, because how often do we get to we get do-overs? Very, yeah. very few times, not right? Very often, no. This is potentially this could be a do-over period. Now, are we going to see? Are we going to see the midterms uh, end up in a red wave or a blue wave, Tony? What do you think? Well, what what is what is Tony Shore's expert opinion on this? I think we're going to see it. My personal opinion is, I think we're going to see a red wave, a, a big reaction to uh, the economy, inflation. And just in general, how things have been handled and things are going, I think we're going to see a big red wave in the midterms. But, uh, you know, you like you have said in the past, you never know. Nobody has a crystal ball, but that's my prediction. Well, I'm going to I'm going to give you uh, I'm going to give you a, a, a weather sock. I'm going to give you an indicator. Here's, okay. here's my opinion. If if we see 
there are multiple states that are too close to call, mm-hmm. I think it's it's not going to be a red wave. I think it, I think we might even stay deadlocked, if not um, maybe slight advantage, but you're not going to see a wave. And the reason being is that means that that Republican voters not not trying to get political on my side, but it's the fact if Republican voters don't come out, then they're not going to win. I mean, that should stand to reason. But, right. Uh, I think if it's if it's a blowout or if you do see like 60, 40, 55, 45 return or, you know, uh, turnouts, I think, yes, I think you could be right. But, you know, as I've told you and, and I am not I'm not picking on the guy he is he is what he is he's running for pennsylvania senate but if you see john fetterman beat dr oz for whatever for whatever dr oz's shortfalls are as far as his likability because i mean let's face it he is kind of a celebrity and a lot of people didn't like how that worked out the last time a celebrity was was elected right but uh if fetterman wins i don't even think i think it's uh i actually think it may stay blue uh, I just feel like that that goes to show you that no matter who you put up there, if it's a if it's got a pulse, we're going to vote for it. And I think that's probably what's mm-hmm. going to happen. And if that happens, uh, like I said, I think I think that could be the the fly in the ointment, if you will. And instead of getting that 16 percent average rate of return or 18.1 median return after a midterm, I think you're probably going to see uh, you're probably going to see the markets not react well. I could be wrong. Everybody could, but that's my opinion. But I do think, like you said, if we just see one side, it is a red wave, but maybe it's just in the house. I think gridlock is going to be a good thing. It's not going to be a good thing for our for our country. I mean, let's face it, gridlock nothing gets done. But for markets, they have they you love, know, markets love it. Markets when love no it. Change, yeah, no yeah. change, no new taxes, no new regulation. Uh, I think that that bodes well for the market. But uh, but once again, it's going to be a rough. It's going to be a rough and rocky uh, road, and when we'll see. But. Folks, the reason that we talk about this stuff on the show, the reason that we we bring this to your attention, it's not to alarm you. It's to let you know that, folks, there are ways to plan ahead. There are ways to to put yourself in the best position possible to succeed. But the problem is a lot of times we get so caught up in the the little short, uh, you know, the short experiences, the elections. I mean, let's face it, Tony, two years. I mean, that election cycle literally happens in this country every two years. If you get caught up in something and you're basing your 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 optimism or pessimism or your market uh, bullishness or bearishness on something that happens every two years, are you really probably going to make a lot of progress? You could you hit it right once in a while, sure, but are you going to hit it right every time? Probably not. And we've got enough going on, enough doves flying with the Federal Reserve and its policies. So uh, elections have consequences, and unfortunately, the consequences are when people use them and try to time them, it, it doesn't turn out or doesn't bode very well. But. Um, but that's uh, that's that's where we are, you know. And could we could we see uh, the Fed change direction? I really hope that they start backing off a little bit, Tony. I, I hope that I hope that this is a referendum on their policies as well as some of the politicians, because uh, it's unfortunate the Fed is not elected because it it was supposed to not be a political entity, but. Um, 
Can we say that that's been the, the case for the last little bit? Has it been political or has it not? What is Tony Shore's take on this? Oh, yeah. it. I think it's very political. And it's, yeah, I, whatever I think, pressure they're getting put on, yep. that's, that's typically the way it looks like they're going to go. Yeah, I think the White House has put pressure on them uh, and politics has pressured them. That's for sure. And uh, you see that happening. I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, but, you know, the Fed and they're, they are saying they're going to keep raising those rates, though, Travis. And so well, that's I don't and, know. Well, that's exactly exactly how I want to close the show. So think about this, Tony. The reason I'm, I'm telling you all this, it's once again, it's not to alarm you. It's to tell you if we get a rip. OK, let's say the, the, the Fed says, hey, we've done a lot of, of rate hikes. We're going to we're not going to say we're going to wait and see. But, you know, we could begin to taper our our interest rate adjustments. If you get that in conjunction with gridlock, I think you're going to see a rip. Uh, a rip being a, a severe upside or melt up situation. OK. Folks, if you get that, if you get that do over, what does that need to do? It needs to be a reset. Remember, remember the um, remember the the red button that Hillary took over uh, and and actually wanted to do like a reset of 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 our U.S. policy. Was it Russia? Yeah. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yep. So you need to have at home. You need to go to Amazon. You need to order. You need to order the same button that Hillary Clinton took over to the Russians and to do the great reset for for her policy. Because think about it, Tony, are we going to be able to to eliminate what damage has been done by the Fed in, immediately? No, I don't care what the elections do. I don't care who wins. I don't care if if if, if Herschel wins. I don't care who wins. They're not going to be able to undo what's been done. Why? You've got thirty year mortgage rate, which is now over seven. Housing prices are going to start coming down dramatically, in my opinion. When the housing market starts to come down, that's gonna not that's gonna be bad. That's not gonna be good. When you see inflation, even if it starts to come down, you're already seeing manufacturing numbers come in weaker than expected. You need to start putting some protection around your assets. We use things like uh, we have buffered indexes. We use options. Uh, put some floor up under some of your your assets. If you're even more conservative than that, you have fixed instruments that you can use. So you need to start protecting what you have. And this could be kind of a reset for a temporary period. If you're out there and you're like, you know, Travis, I, I don't. But what do I do? You know, bonds have been terrible. Stocks have been terrible. That's why you need to give us a call, because unfortunately, a lot of people, Tony, uh, they they get lulled into a false sense of security. They bought Apple back in March of 2020, and they're like, you know, hey, I'm up 100 percent since then. Well, that's great. But do you think Apple's going to be up 100 percent from right now for the next two or three years? Probably not. So. You know, once again, it's very easy. Uh, I heard a quote the other day, and this is what I want to leave you on. Never underestimate your ability to overestimate your ability. <laughs> I love that one. And if you are overestimating your ability, but you don't want to admit it, that's okay. That's why you need to give someone a call who actually can help walk you through this phase of life. Because, folks, retirement and life is hard enough. Your retirement plan should not be. Give us a call. 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. And you can also submit a question via the website at chancefinancialgroup.com.
All right. Well, great show today, Travis. Uh, covered a lot. Uh, tackled a couple of uh, worrisome topics, markets and midterms today. But that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.